Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished broom closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. No, 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 that's you. Say it. Damn it. Hello, and welcome back to the Tango Alba Lima podcast. Yes, the we get to hear time, it. The last time I will say those words, baby. Baby. All right, and welcome to the Tango Alpha Lima experience. This is, this is, this is a bittersweet day. It is. Yeah, it's mostly just sweet. <laughs> you. Oh, you're such a... No, I will imagine. miss you guys. I 100% will miss you, and I'm sure... They once a couple days go by, ah, but yeah, I'm so inundated that all I can think is like, yes, I'm leaving after this podcast. I'm going to go sleep for about 12 hours, <laughs> come back in here rejuvenated. And then I guess I got to, I got to go to my, uh, my son's uh, college uh, graduation tomorrow night, <laughs> our own, our own Jeffrey Daly graduating from college tomorrow. Oh my God. Yeah, and I am going only because of you, my friend. I appreciate that. Actually, my wife wanted to get out of the house, and I was like, "Well, do you want to go to the Legion graduation banquet?" Wait, am I going to meet? Romantic. Am I going to yeah. meet the Mrs. C? I mean, do I do it up or what? I mean, this is the only <laughs> Christmas present she's getting. But I mean, like, this is a good one. What? Hold on, tactical pause. No, tactical that pause again. Beautiful woman this puts is... up with you every day. She no, deserves she, something she, no, creative. She, she, well, you should not get creative because creative means that I pick it and then it's bad. No, I bought her some sort of $600 mixer. Uh, Paragold, Paragold cake mixer or something. So you got her a gift. You got her a gift so she could make you something. I for a moment thought maybe you were putting a mixtape together for her. And I was like, oh, that's so nostalgic and cute. I can't even stand her music taste drive me bonkers but she was complaining about that like that we since i've been national judge advocate i haven't taken her to anything but i haven't really there hasn't been anything so she's gonna get to go out she uh past national commander ray Byrne is here he's the chancellor and his wife ann is uh very close with my wife so we're kind of excited to go out and see the banquet all right and i'm gonna get to meet mrs cv yeah uh right now i think we're gonna we're gonna get into this we don't want we don't want mark's last day to not you know not have some normalcy so uh i'm sure we'll make references along the way i don't know i'm sure i don't know what we'll do let's just figure Mm -hmm. it out uh all right ashley you're up topic one all right so good old national guard yay what? Oh, it can't can be I, a holiday episode without me singing something. Can I interject before you even get started? National Guard. It's a National Guard pet peeve, and I need your husband to get behind me on this. They're doing really? away with. Oh, they're, whoa, they're doing away whoa. with my unit patch. Oh, they're, they're doing away with my unit patch. Because we'll order them now while they last. Discount, discount, flash sale. I, if I'll show it to you later, Jeff, and, <laughs> but it's apparently it's a confederacy thing because there's blue and gray in our patch it's like a yin yang and it's the blue and the gray coming together to represent that the division is made up of virginia and maryland but apparently that is 
I don't, huh. I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe they'll go back into uh, Saving Private Ryan and edit out the unit patch. But if you've ever seen the Yin Yang <laughs> patch, that's my patch. Oh, but, is it in Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, it's unfortunately it's the the uh, cowardly typist guy is wearing our unit patch. But, yeah, <laughs> that that tracks. There we go. All, All right. right, go, go. <laughs> All right, Ashley, oh, go. Okay, I shall oh, proceed. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh you're so Jeffrey, funny. Jeffrey. Oh. Well, you know what else isn't funny? Insurrection. So what did the National Guard do? January 6th probe hones in on National Guard response. This is an article from military.com. So glad y'all are entertained by me because I'm entertained by me. So for all you that are aware of the situation here, so a congressional panel is investigating the attack that disrupted certification of the presidential election in January and is seeking answers to a range of questions from that day to include the National Guard uh, being one of the primary focal points uh, of the inquiry. So basically the guards response with troops arriving several hours after supporters of then President Donald Trump first breached the Capitol is backed by a spotlight this week by a select committee to investigate the attack of January 6th on the United States Capitol and citing questions basically about the delay of response and for other reasons, um, holding Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows and contempt in Congress. So Meadows essentially has overturned thousands of pages of documents to the committee, but he's refused to sit for deposition. So apparently the day before the attack, according to the article, Meadows sent an email to unnamed organizer of the rally that preceded the, uh, the preceded the violence saying that National Guard would be present to protect pro-Trump people and that many more would be available on standby. The committee wrote in the report detailing its reasons for holding Meadows in contempt. So this 51-page report contains no further details about the email saying that one of the things the panel would have asked Meadows about if he had cooperated. So, and this is a this is a quote from the report. It says, uh, Mr. Meadows apparently knows if and when Mr. Trump was engaged in discussions regarding the National Guard's response to the Capitol riot, a point that is contested, but about which Mr. Meadows provided documents to the select committee and spoke publicly on national television after President Trump left office, the report said. So the committee, which is composed of seven House Democrats, two Republicans, voted unanimously Monday night to hold Meadows or in, in context, uh, unanimously to hold Meadows in uh, contempt. The full House is expected to pass a resolution, uh, excuse me, a resolution along mostly party lines after the Justice Department would decide whether to actually charge Meadows with contempt of Congress. So a lot of stuff going on here, a lot of things to unpack this holiday season as we almost approach <laughs> the year anniversary of this happening so what are y'all's thoughts on this this madness oh i got a lot of thoughts on it but i'll, oh. I'll keep oh it mark let's let's ah, no go mark go please there is a, please there is a, there is a, shower it let's i mean go. i'm not gonna go too we gotta far let him go meadows isn't just doing this to piss off congress he has a legitimate reason now whether it succeeds or not what you don't want to have is you don't want to have a person in charge and he's got a right-hand man and everything they say between them is public information because that's going to discourage having an open line of communication with your underling. So the former president is arguing that it was covered under basically their discussions, that some discussions need to be private. I tend to agree. With but either way, this really, the National Guard is becoming 
a pivot point on this when it doesn't really need to be. Like, to me, this doesn't have anything to do with the National Guard. Like, those guys would have showed up. But to think that they're the National Guard is just even one day, the National Guard doesn't do anything in one day. Like, I, I don't know exactly what they're expecting. Like, how are you going to get I don't know. It just seems insane to me. The National Guard did everything they could. There's nobody that's culpable among the National Guard. Just, I don't know. Well, this, this whole day seems to have centered around the national guard uh whether where they're sleeping uh, what they're eating now their response time and none of it had to do with the actual guard soldiers this had nothing to do even with guard leadership this is about a dumb email that yeah. somebody that, that somebody sent and I, I haven't seen any link. I haven't seen a single link that says that that email had had, had transferred over to the, the guard and they reacted in accordance with it. And if this had been another group, I would like, let's say instead of this, it was socialists marching in the street. And somebody wrote and said, don't worry, the National Guard will be on hand to keep the socialists safe. I wouldn't have a problem with that either. It's really got nothing to do with anything. Like anybody holds a rally, they generally have to be enough people to keep it. There's not, there was no smoking gun that I saw in there, but you know. Not in the story that I read. Did you see what Ashley? Did you see, did you see anything that like, it's just, I don't know. It doesn't move the needle for me. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure I was like, oh no. Did I not read the right story? No. no Sometimes no, it happens, did. guys. Sometimes it happens. I have to, I have to pivot very quickly. Yeah, we've to seen adapt it. and overcome. Um, I, I will. You, you brought up some great points because at the end of the day, like this ended up being about you know the guards. You know, again, separate email. This is just being brought into the conversation. Yeah. But like realistically, I think it was what like three hours or something like that. It took for them or the DC guard initially to get the permission to, you know, support. So I I think, I don't know if that's kind of where they're trying to like draw, like weave all this in together, but. Yeah, this hadn't happened before. And if you've been with military people, they're always trying to cover their own ass and there's nobody to cover on this because there's no process. So somebody Mm -hmm. probably got it and was like, that's outside my pay grade. You handle it. It probably got kicked around to 15 different people because nobody wants to be the one to pull the trigger, you know, figuratively on sending out the guard for this thing. I- right. Because there was a, uh, the Pentagon there. They had an investor investigator general report. I believe it was released last month. found that the Defense Department officials did not delay or obstruct the DOD's response to the right. attack. Uh, and then uh, General Walker, who presides and commands uh, D.C. Uh, guard basically had given the approval to deploy earlier. And then he, I think he testified, this is, I'm sure he's testified maybe once or twice at this, at this point in time, but um, that, uh, so General Walker gave the approval to deploy earlier than he uh, like testified he was, I don't know. It's just, it's complicated. Here's uh, my general principle of of the federal government. Never ascribe to the federal government, a malintent, some evil thing, when the probable answer is just incompetence. Like, did they get there fast enough? No. No. What's more likely that nobody wanted to pull the trigger on this because they're like, dude, I don't want to be called, or that they were all crazy right-wingers in the DC National Guard. Like, 
come on, folks. No. It's just <laughs> like nobody wanted to be the guy on the spot. Like this is a this is a very blue dumb. city. It's like dumb. let's just it's, let's it's, I just anyway. Whole argument is the point. Dumb. Yep. Oh, anywho, anywho, right, in other news, dun, 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 proceed. We'll move on. Uh, <laughs> and this one, this one will be my story. It's uh, uh, are you what? forgetting something written in red, possibly right about that? Ooh, oh, it's not, I know it's not red for me because delete, 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 delete. <laughs> so I guess Let's we're going to be. Wow, we're going to do this all day. All right. Go ahead, Ashley. Can I? <gasps> Her, oh, if you hurry. Such a beautiful holiday gift. All right, y'all. We'll be back after this quick commercial break. Hearing loss and tinnitus are the top service-connected disabilities, and we know that hearing issues can result in social isolation and loneliness. These issues, in turn, can lead to a host of other potential health conditions, especially for veterans. That's why staying connected with family and friends is so critical to our health. The Heroes with Hearing Loss program supports veterans facing the challenges of hearing loss and provides solutions to keep us connected. One of those solutions is the caption telephone, which allows veterans to listen and read what is said over the phone, making it easier than ever to connect with those who matter most in our lives. Thanks to the sponsor of Heroes with Hearing Loss, Hamilton Captail. Caption telephones are available at no cost for veterans. Learn more at heroeswithhearingloss.org. All right, here we go. We're back, and I get to... I get to I get to praise the Coast Guard, which I know will please uh, Mark CB because he's the president of the I fan club. The Coast Guard. Yeah. He's the president of the fan club of Audrey I James. Am. I am. And <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, he was the commandant of the Coast Guard. I don't actually know what he did, but <laughs> if, if that's what they had, he would mm-hmm. he probably he might have been it. <laughs> yep. All right. So this story is uh is a good one. Uh, this is like that one when they jumped on the hatch and yeah, that went around viral. That this guy was just, badass. Let's yeah, just, and this is just as exciting. But Holly took the picture out, um, so you guys can't see it. I don't see it on here. So it, it's a good thing for America that Darian Duria has the love of a good person. She couldn't be a more supportive partner. She's an incredible woman. During set of his fiance on Friday, just two days after the 28-year-old U.S. Coast Guard rescue swimmer pulled the body of a local woman from a car at the brink of Niagara Falls. Not the little falls you see in the stream in your backyard, ladies and gentlemen. Niagara Falls. The kind that morons get in a wooden barrel and go over for (laughs) completely inexplicable reasons. I'm not even gonna read the rest of it. I'll just kind of paint you the picture that I can't see for some reason. But he get they get in a helicopter. They're 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 based out of Detroit. They were heading the opposite direction for a training thing. They got called to go here. They even, I mean, it was so bad. They saw ice on the windshield of the helicopter. They lowered him down onto a car at at the edge of the Niagara Falls. He gets in, he had to do some things. There's complications and he pulls out this, he pulls out uh, a body. Unfortunately, she was, she's no longer with us, but he was able to uh, deliver the remains to her family uh, before potentially being lost uh, in, in, in that. Now, back to the story, there are only a few hundred people who do this type of work for the Coast Guard. About a dozen of them, including Duria, stationed at the Coast Guard uh, Detroit station. As they, as they tend to say all the time, he's a petty officer second class, and he said, well-trained for the media, 
This is my job. It's what we do. We don't always jump onto a frozen car at the brink of the Niagara Falls. And when we're talking the brink, it was at the brink of the falls. If you've seen the video, it was basically 30 feet from my, what, 400 foot drop. And I'm looking at the photo. That, like it was, it was close. Like it was legit close. I, I don't understand how a person gets a car into that area. Like, like, I don't know, maybe some more heavy duty guardrails would be in order around something as potentially dangerous as a 400 foot drop. So, yeah. The, so the so the photo attached to this this article. I just want to make sure that like horizon there in the back. That's the that's the bottom of the falls. Like that's that's the that's the the that's the point where it's all it's all downhill. Like it literally. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're watching. You're watching where everything goes downhill. Yeah, everything it's just like downhill. this white hazed mist, right? And you can you see it, and then there's just like this one kind of stone, and then there's just this guy who's just on top of a car. It's mind-blowing right now yeah pretty oh, wow. if we have to rank if we have to rank badass coast guard videos is where's this with the hatch I, i'm gonna go number two here yeah. this, the hatch is still the number badass one who jumped on a moving submarine and tried <laughs> to use his fist to pound through four inches of metal is always going to be my number one you do I'm that like, you got get it. out here like that dude didn't even like ponder like what happened like like, I don't want to go all Raiders of the Lost Ark on you, but submarines can go underwater. What was this dude going to do? Just cling to it? Badass. That guy, not my number one. He and he had no idea. One. He had zero idea what was going to happen if that hatch opened. Right. What, what was there? Like, what was right. going to be pointed at him? Right. And he just was like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Oh, that is, but this is, I got a surprise for you. And you know what? You're never going to get your cool points back if you jump and miss the submarine. (laughs) And that was (laughs) a legitimate problem. If you've seen that video, like he could very well have ended up 60 yards behind the submarine by the time they got it stopped. Yeah, it was legit. We're not taking anything away from this guy. No, this this is another one. Like this would not. Those two could hang out and have a beer and share stories. I just, and the thing is like, as you're going down, like a helicopter's loud. Niagara Falls is super loud. You can hear the water crashing right there. Like it is loud. Yeah, I mean. And I mean, then there's complications like the helicopter, the the wind it creates right. is no joke itself. Because you got to remember that, you know, the water drops off. So there's going to be updrafts and downdrafts and everything else. Everyone involved in this is pretty, pretty high speed. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but All right. I this also is... would say, please stay focused on the road if you're driving around Niagara Falls. <laughs> like, we're icy conditions, everyone. We, we don't have that, is a, of that in Indiana, but that uh, is a public service announcement right. gift from Mark Seavey. Don't and be Mark, done. Mark Seavey gets to unwrap his gift right now. Yeah. Oh, so this, I wonder if we're gonna, I wonder if we're gonna get some unwrapping paper and finally. Christmas music sound stuff for Mark Seavey right now. How many separate podcasts did I bitch about the fact that Alwyn Cash had not received his Medal of Honor? It At least four. At least. Well, it finally happened. So last Thursday, December 16th, he finally received his Medal of Honor. Unfortunately, they managed to plan it around a time where I could not possibly have gone to it. I had said when I came over from uh, Media and Communications, what, two years ago, that I required them to send me to this Medal of Honor 
And because I've been waiting for so long on this, that's all I want to do. But if you're not familiar with the story of Alwyn Cash, shame on you. You definitely need to look it up. But I'm going to read from his Silver Star citation here because I think it's important to hear just how crazy this entire thing was. On the evening of 17 October 2005, Sergeant First Class Cash's heroic actions saved the lives of six of his fellow soldiers. At approximately 1920 hours, First Platoon of Alpha Company 115 Infantry departed Fob McKenzie. They got hit. Uh, a blast ignited the fuel cell on the vehicle, causing fuel to spew everywhere. The vehicle came to a stop and immediately erupted in flames. Sergeant First Class Cash was initially slightly in injured and drenched with fuel. Despite his condition, he bravely managed to get out of the gunner's hatch, crawl down the Bradley fighting vehicle, and assist the driver out of the driver's hatch. The driver had been burned, and Sergeant First Class Cash extinguished the flames. The following minutes were crucial. Six soldiers and a translator were in the back of the Bradley. Flames had engulfed the entire vehicle from the bottom and were coming out of every portal. The squad leader inside the vehicle managed to open the top troop hatch door to help the soldiers escape. Without regard for his personal safety, Sergeant First Class Cash rushed to the back of the vehicle, reaching into the hot flames and started pulling out his soldiers. Again, bear in mind, the dude is covered in gasoline and he's going into a flaming vehicle. The flames gripped his fuel-soaked uniform. Flames quickly spread all over his body. Despite the terrible pain, Sergeant First Class Cash placed the injured soldier on the ground, returned to the build burning vehicle to retrieve another burning soldier. All the while, he is also on fire. A crew from a trail Bradley arrived within moments and assisted with Kazabak. During all this and with severe burns, Sergeant First Class Cash bravely continued to take control of the chaos. Within minutes, the company first sergeant was on the scene and began to evacuate soldiers. I mean, like, dude, it's enough that, you know, like, you got to love it when your leader steps up at a bad time. When your leader steps up at a bad time and dude is on fire and still leading you, that couldn't be more badass. Alan Cash couldn't be more deserving. I am so excited that he find his family finally got it. Sergeant Cash uh, stayed a hero through it all. His injuries were the worst as he suffered from second and third degree burns over 72% of his body. Uh, he truly deserving of this award. His actions are in keeping with the finest traditions of military heroism. I got nothing to add to it. Uh, shame on everyone all the way through the process that this had to wait this long to finally get it. But well, who, who better than you, though, to explain why it took so long? Oh, uh, there's so many reasons. Yeah, we don't have all it. It took well, I mean, a long took, time. One of the main some rule changes, was, right? Yeah. One of the main problems was the fact that you have to receive the Medal of Honor for actions under fire, like literally people shooting at you. And when they first sent up the package, they did not reference the fact that they were getting small arms fire the entire time that their flaming sergeant first class is pulling people out. So that was kind of the kind of the hiccup on that. There are two other Medal of Honors um, that are being granted at the same time and i gotta pull up the names um uh, you know what i don't have the names here which is very unfortunate um but one of the gentlemen who's getting it was a ranger Seelis was his name i can't find his first name but he also uh went to the citadel so he was a two-year cadet at the citadel before he enlisted in the 75th rangers and i think uh 
I think Plumley is the other one. He's a Green Beret uh, from Ghazni, Afghanistan, who is also getting the Medal of Honor. So there's three Medal of Honors tomorrow. It's about time. I'm glad we're starting to uh, clear up the backlog on them. All right. Ash, you got anything on this one? Or I'm just happy in- it's finally happening. And I like. I think the timing is impeccable considering everything. Um and I'm, I'm happy that Mark was the one who got to report that it's finally happened. Finally so. happened. Yeah. Shout out I to mean, my uh, to my best friend, John Lilia. May he rest in peace. He fought for this every day for 10 years. Uh, he mentioned it every chance he got and said this was the biggest travesty ever that he did. Cash didn't have his Medal of Honor yet. So next time I make it out to Arlington, I'm going to go and uh, go and chat with him and tell him that Cash finally got it. So. Yeah, good news there anyway. All right, I guess with that, with that uh, good news, but I mean, it's not great news. It took so long, but uh, a, a, a very just deserved ending. We're going to take a 30 second break and mark one last time. Delete, delete. Looking for a year end tax break? Want to get rid of an old car without any hassles? The American Legion vehicle donation program is your solution. Visit legion.careasy.org today or call 844-4LEGION. That's 844-453-4466. All you need to do is sign up and we take care of the rest. Right down to the receipt for your tax break. Okay, and here we are. Sometimes it's ill-named, but it is is time for, Ashley, got him? Rapid Fire. This is the this is the aptastic. I don't know if I'm going to have a theme every week. Last time, last time we did it was good core, bad core, bi core. This one is aptastic. It's going to be hard to find themes like that. But uh, I like it. This first one, Ash, you want to read it for rapid fire? It's the troops behaving badly ones that I always enjoy. I we know, we those. know it resonates with you. We know, Mr. Infantry. Like, we I still, one of my favorite guys of all time was the dude who jumped out of the airplane with his Chinese fighting fish in a water bottle. And he took pictures all the way down and got busted for it and had to write like a long essay on why it's not safe to jump out of an airplane with a Chinese fighting fish. That dude was great. Legend. Got out as an E4, still a legend. Hero. <laughs> a hero. <laughs> the hero. He, he oh, did what had no. to be done. <laughs> All right, Ashley, go on, girl. All right, so this is the first rapid fire, and I have mixed feelings about this, but we'll get there. Anyway, so it's, the article is entitled, uh, Want to Avoid Pregnancy on Active Duty? There's an app for that. <laughs> Can Jarek add, like, what? Like, Scooby-Doo, what? Oh, yeah. man. So anyway, so I'm going to read from this. is Women in the military have had a high rate of unintended pregnancies, which is an issue both personally and with respect to the four weddings or warfighting mission, according to a study in the latest issue of Military Medicine. Comprehensive education about and access to counseling for a full range of contraceptives have been identified as gaps in provisions of high-quality health care for service women. How about that? Hmm. All right. In March 2021, the Uniformed Services University of Health Services, Defense Health or agency and the University of California, San Francisco developed a mobile app called Decide Plus Be Ready, which is meant to offer family planning options for service women to include everything from education to birth control. 
However, despite its release and the fact that it is available for a free download on Apple and Android devices, obstacles to fulfill imp implementation of Decide Plus Be Ready remain within the military health system, according to the authors of the latest study. There are a lot of applications to help women record their cycles when they're fertile and not fertile, and this app is different, said Colonel Catherine Wilcop. Wilcop? Wilcop? Uh, a retired airman and professor of preventive medicine and uh, gynecolic sur gynecological surgery and oh, oh my god. Are you, are you dying today? Obstetrics. <laughs> Obstetrics. Thank you. I'm like, words, words. Anyway, so this March release basically said the app provides a lot of information about contraceptives and helps parents identify or patients identify their own preferences in which, if any, contribution. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so am it's I shocked dumb. about this? It's dumb. That's the only That's all you have to thing. say. It's, it's dumb. Who's I can't believe, like, there are so many really no, great it's... apps out there. <laughs> This is and one, like this is, we've spent money to create one specifically for military women. How about we just have no, contraceptive conversations with your healthcare provider and make sure that we've got the health people there to have these conversations with? Or, or it's dumb. Or it's, it's just dumb. You know what? I, I really hope that every safety briefing from here to eternity requires the video from the two Air Force guys talking about penises. Because that's exactly what we need if people are so stupid. I, I challenge you on this. Show me some young air people, okay, who might engage in coitus on a Friday night, late at night, who are like, oh, wait, I need to download the app first. That shit is not going to happen. Let's and go. I think Wait, this we got to play the video of the large sex education issues in the country, but that's my personal opinion. I think like the oh. I'm just and as a public it's health stupid. person, it's we just it's I don't know. I mean, there's there's way too many apps out there, and for us to have spent all this time to realize that like it's really a sex education issue, and like I just, no, it's just it's I just, know, let's just keep I know it simple. How I know that's simplifying. This is Fine. written in the stars. I know what happens. The general's like, oh, that's a great idea. Let's do the app. And then the colonel's like, I think it's a great idea. Let's make sure everyone has access to it. Well, By guys, the time it gets down to the squad leader, no matter what gender you are or where you are, you're going to have to download the app before you can get a one day pass. Stupid, dumb, 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 dumb. I will just I would just point out at the end it, it was I don't believe this was created specifically for the military they they tweaked it they did tweak an existing app and your mm. your uh, Air Force reference made me refer again to one of my favorite phrases I've ever said the flesh fuselage yes. and now we're going to move mm. on <laughs> you have to watch that video before you can get the app before you yeah oh, okay okay rapid fire two. Oh, CV, you, can you read this one? Yeah, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's okay. fairly long, but it's long. Military Ethics Cards for Humanity uh, covers broad areas of military ethics, carefully curated and developed by leading researchers, ethicists, blah, blah, blah. Is it a weakness to sell someone you have been psychologically affected by combat? It's got, if you've ever seen the, uh, the Cards for Humanity type thing, that's what this is. They ask questions and everyone answers it. I don't really have a problem with this. Like, I think it's, I think this is perfectly fine. It's when it becomes mandatory that things get stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if they're going to, you think they're going to make a game mandatory? I, you know, I don't know. I, I want to give the military more faith than I 
I think it's a nice way to make hard conf like have hard conversations and allow different voices like yeah. situationally like how would you go about like you know, solving me, this issue or it's we gonna make to me rethink like my friendships we used to play if i'm card playing games. this game with somebody that doesn't know that it's not okay to take a selfie with a, a victim are we gonna do this all day yeah. all day this? i'm giving because well, i had started I had started I'm giving Jeff the and then you jumped in, and then he... so I stayed. I stayed strong this time. Mm -hmm. Go, go. We used to play card games with those vehicle identification cards because there wasn't much oh, to yeah. do. You remember those yeah, old yeah. vehicle identity? So if there's something that you can do that's hip pocket training, I'm all for it. Yeah. This, perfectly fine with this one. Next. I don't understand that game you just said with the vehicle. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Anyway, might, it is an might, app, by the way. The, right. It's like an app of it's the cards, and then it's like an app where it's can, right? Yeah, it's an app. It's an app. It's an game. app. Okay. You don't actually get cards. All right. So our third app of the day is from Ashley's employer, the VA Health and Benefits app from VA Mobile. I actually, I, I think I emailed you when I got it. I actually liked this app. <coughs> Out of the box, I sent a, I sent a, I sent an email to my general care practitioner, who's no longer my general care practitioner. So they made me, I have to go back and see one again because it's a big revolving door. I looked I looked at my claim status. It hasn't changed. It's amazing. It's still there. And I even found out that I could go get my booster shot. That was all just out of the box. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's what I would call the first useful, really useful app for me. I mean, they make a lot of things like a breathing app if you're anxious, like one trick pony apps that I'm never going to put on my phone, but this one, this one, kudos to the VA. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I actually think that they're um, the My Healthy Vet website or whatever. It's it's quite good. I, like I actually think for me, the VA technology side works great. I have no problems with the VA on anything like that. Like I think I can look up. I, I love it. If I had it on yeah. my phone, I don't know how to. I probably wouldn't get the app on my phone, uh, but it's anything that yep, you'll yep, find kids. on VA mobile will have some sort of like yeah. instruction. There will be, you know, everything's 508. Everything's going to have an instructional piece to it. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of really great apps at VA mobile. Uh, definitely encourage folks to, to check them out, see what applies to you. There are some for both the provider and the patient, which is cool. Um, but yeah, anything where like we can continue to combine the patient care experience and have the things that veterans need at the, you know, first and foremost, like, you know, scheduling an appointment, you know, getting on to, to uh, the VA telehealth and mobile and getting your appointments that way, whatever the case may be. Um, there's a lot of really great information on the VA's website. I just encourage folks to, to check it out and spend just some time going through. Just get the yeah. app or whatever. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. get the app. I will say that the only bad thing I have to say about this, when we interviewed Mr. Secretary, mm -hmm. I said, I would love to see an app that replicated some of the you things did. of My Healthy Vet. And I was told that we don't need that. We're going to optimize the website experience for use on mobile and then they went away, heard my words, and they made this app. I applaud them for it listening for to listen, me. For, right. Anytime you <laughs> listen to Jeff Daly, you deserve praise in Jeff Daly's. Praise opinion. and royalties, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, royalties. Yeah. Mm. That's, <laughs> all right. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> all right, we ready for I think, Ashley, you get the first shout out. Ooh, so excited. Okay, uh, so 
first shout out is from an, a mutual friend, very, very important person. And uh, there are some words that need to be shared. So hit it, Holly. Oh, no. What's up, everyone at Tango Alpha Lima Podcast? This is Sergeant Robert Maldonado, a.k.a. my hubby, wanting to wish Mr. CV a wonderful farewell. Um, it's really been a great time getting to know you personally and professionally. And I'm looking forward to spending a lot more time with you as the National Judge Advocate. And make sure you keep my photo behind you at all times. <laughs> Wow. What a touching gift. Do I get a, do I get like a what, what, NFT or whatever of that? Do I, get, do, do I own uh, Robert's image now? I, I mean, I think I do. That wait. is awesome. But wait, there's more, isn't there? I, I do believe there is. Oh. I think how are you? Uh, are you firing? Oh, oh look what is guy. this? What is your favorite thing about Daddy Ransom? Uh, Superman. He's Superman? He's gonna be Superman. He's gonna be Superman? It's already grow up. Yeah, he's already grown up. Did he fit? What about you, Spencer? What's your favorite thing about Daddy? Um, turning on Avengers. He turns on Avengers for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what makes our Daddy the best? Mm. Getting things out of our beds. He gets things out of your beds. Um, maybe um uh um that thing, the things that fall down our beds. The things that fall behind your beds. He's good at getting them out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, are those? Uh, yeah, those are my those are my twins. Oh, <laughs> Ashley's cracking up over there. <laughs> oh, this is so adorable. <laughs> all day long, that's what I get. I get like quizzical things that I'm not quite sure what's going. Is that our last special guest, Holly? No, we have uh, another special guest. <gasps> when I met Mark. He billed himself as a unique fixer-upper opportunity and that I could make him whatever I wanted. But what I found was after being raised with a brother, going to the Citadel, joining the infantry, and being a bachelor till 40, not a lot of that washes out. But I wouldn't ever want to change him because what makes him amazing is his heart. And you see that through his actions every day because he will never tell you what he does. Uh, like he stayed up for two days writing letters of recommendation for boys from Boy State that he thought were amazing. Uh, he was able to raise over $100,000 in support for the guys of Cop Keating. Um, he had to be told not to stay in murder hotels when he was off doing stories for the Legion because he saw every dollar he was spending as a membership and he had to be wise with that money. Uh, and then for our family, he stayed up from midnight to 4 a.m. with the babies so I could sleep. And um, 
what makes him amazing is that if there is a way he can lift you up, he will do it. And he will never tell anyone about it. And he doesn't even want you to thank him for it or talk about it. So he'll probably be super embarrassed and a little bit irritated that I told all you guys all that. But I love you and you are going to be an amazing judge and um, the Legion is very lucky to have you. There you go. You're not going to be irritated with her, are you? No, that's sweet. Okay. I only have I only have one I have one more reveal. It's just a reveal. No more videos. I don't want to cry on, <laughs> on my last podcast. No, this is an homage to your whole history here. Watch this. Yeah. Ah. Look at that. Jeff, the broom closet. I mean, <laughs> I'm in the original. This is Matt Hernan circle. This is it really is back in the broom closet. We back in the broom closet. That's like Matt Hernan told us all along. Yeah. That wasn't really a good impression, but <laughs> yeah, Matt doesn't sound anything like that. <laughs> but like, do you have any? Do you have any farewell words? No, I, I didn't expect videos from my wife and kids. That's very sweet. Whoever thought that up, that was a very, very sweet idea. No, you know, it's again, it's not that I don't want to do the podcast or anything else. I am inundated. The, the job of National Judge Advocate is a legit way more than 40 hours a week. Um, and as you can tell, I got little kids at home, so I have to spend some time with them. Balancing all the lives is, is very difficult at times. Uh, as my wife said, like, there are times when I'll have to watch the kids late at night for whatever reason and then still get my work done. So definitely not that I just wanted to do away with the podcast. It's just that I'm stretched really thin. Uh, I've gained, it feels like 40 pounds since I took this job because it can't work out. So no, I will miss you guys. Uh, I, I, I will say that when I first got named to this position, Someone said, are you doing away with the podcast? And my answer was absolutely not that I didn't want to hurt Ashley and Jeff. And I, you know, I'm, I'm sure you guys will do fine without me. I didn't want to abandon you. I don't want to abandon you now, but every once in a while, you just got to kind of move on and do something different. And uh, I, my wife is absolutely correct about the murder house thing. Like I stayed in a hotel in Beckley, West Virginia, that I'm pretty sure had blood on the floor and the lock didn't work. And I did that to save the American Legion like $12. And finally, my boss at the time, Steve Brooks, called me and was like, no more staying in the murder hotel. So, you know, I, I am a good steward of your money. If you're a member of the American Legion, I try to be very cognizant, save money. I'm not going to change that. Um, but thank you to everyone in the American Legion that's made this possible. I, the experiences I've had so far at the Legion have been amazing. And uh, just opening up a new door. A more sedentary uh, lifestyle here as the judge advocate, but still, it's 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 a good job to have. So thank you, Holly. Oh, of course, thank you to Miss Holly, who's you know Miss Holly and I will bicker every now and again, but Miss Holly's probably my favorite person in the Legion, <laughs> other than Stouffer. So you know, <laughs> thank you, thank you to all of them. And it couldn't have been more of a blessing to come out from Washington D.C. and work for the media and communication staff. Everybody out there who thinks, why doesn't the Legion do this? Or why don't they do this? I'm telling you, Media and Communications has already thought of it. There's a reason they haven't done it, but they'll be working on it. So you're in good hands there. Jeff, can't wait for you to take over. Ashley, good luck with him. 
<laughs> I'm gonna see. I'll see you upstairs, Mister C. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I escape the broom closet. Yeah, has so, it gotten hot in there yet? No. Yeah, I, that just must be your big burning personality. Must be. Mm. Must be. I gotta oh, match that eventually. All right, Ashley, you got a final word for for Mister CV? I just want to say that I have thoroughly enjoyed having just wild, wacky, nerdy, vo random vocabulary to just laughter to Ashley Y to the spontaneous text messages or the comments. I mean, it has made my this experience so much better and to know that I've really gained a, a true friend out of this and a lifelong friend at that because yep. you know my hubs yeah. is like <laughs> yeah all about it yeah. so i was a good man best best junior counselor i ever had so i i know he seeing, tells me all, he again. tells me yeah. frequently yeah <laughs> that hey, well, also he was a band champion or whatever year it was oh. but that's neither here nor there but, but i just wanted so, to say thank you for your continued service to the american legion and that your second service and why has impacted thousands and maybe even hundreds of thousands of people through you. your you. continued efforts and i know you're a humble humble guy so yeah i don't really like the attention so it, i know you don't i will say the one thing so that's much probably been right good now. is the fact that this is the first time i have any complexion other than casper the friendly ghost uh, with these lighting because i'm actually bright red right now i can't tell so <laughs> well i'm just gonna say it's I feel like, you know, we, we all got together and uh, we're all friends now. And if you've yep. never watched a game with Mark Seavey via text, you haven't really lived yet because he will rip on your team when they're doing crappy. And he will let you have it, but he'll also be like, whoa, that was really great when your team wins. So he will ride the yep. emotion up and down with you. And he is just super, super giving, generous and all of that. We're gonna miss him on the show, but I'm gonna see him in the building, so I don't really feel like this yeah, is I'll see a, you in five minutes. I don't feel like this is a goodbye until the end of the week. And that, my friends, is gonna be a wrap on season two. Season two. two. Yes, but we'll be back next year for season three with more guests. Maybe Mark will be a guest one day. More guests, more special series, and many other surprises. You won't want to miss a thing, so subscribe now to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts. And for the love of corn, I don't know why that got written in there. <laughs> I do. I did meet some friends here at Legion College from Iowa, and we were talking about corn earlier. <laughs> And my district commander, Jennifer Campbell's from Iowa, and she loves corn and will call it out as offensive if it doesn't look delicious. And for the love of corn, don't forget to rate us, preferably with five ears of corn. Five. Bye. And leave us a review. You can also send us feedback and love notes at tangoalphalima at legion.org. See, are you going to give us a bye, kids? Bye, kids. And that bye. is That is season two, episode 82, mission complete. Finally, finally.